Hello wrestling fans, Flint Charisma. Hey, that's me, Sam with Jeremiah Plunkett. Hello again everybody, Jeremiah Plunkett and the Steve Thomason Memorial Award winning Quentin Charisma are coming to you from right along ringside. And we're ready to go with another big week of the Territorial Wrestling Review Podcast. How are you doing this week, Quentin? <laughs> what an intro. <laughs> I thought for sure I was going to mess up the award name. You did. Steve Thomason Memorial know. Award. Yeah, I was about to say. You mess that up, huh? <laughs> I was feeling good till um, till about ten o'clock this morning, and realized our if we <laughs> if we um, our rent's gonna go up like like a hundred and eighty bucks if we sign a new lease. <laughs> oh wow! So that's yeah, that sucked a big pecker. Yeah, yeah everything in Bowling Green do what? That does suck. Everything in Bowling Green has went up like a hundred hundred fifty dollars in the last month. I've looked, it's like, um, I've been looking last month and a half, looking just, then uh, we went down there and talked to him today about our, le- our new lease, and it's like, you know, as I knew, and it's like, I was like, that's crazy, because we live out of bowling outs, you know, on the n- northeast side where there's nothing up here, so it's been cheaper to live up here, so I'm like, they're gonna, I'm like, this is crazy, so when I get back home, I look on thing and Everything's went up in the last month and a half. It's went up to $100, $150. All, all apartments across the board. And I'm like, that's crazy how much this went up, you know. So, I don't know. So, yeah, it's like, I'm like what are we going to do? We're going to move? or That's a bunch of money, but we can't, I mean, paying that extra. Actually, no, it's more than that. Hold on. Uh, oh, gosh. Yeah, it's way up. It's like 100 Yeah, I had it wrote down. I can't remember. Yeah, it's crazy amount. That um, that he said, it, I was like, well, we can't pay that. And he's like, well, I'll talk to a boss if we can, if we can do anything. So if we can, because right now we're on a special right now. Because um, when we first moved here three years ago, they were didn't hardly have anybody move. They were needing people in here bad. It's like we got a really good rate, and then they forgot to send us our renewal uh, before the time period, the legal time period on the second year. So they had to give us. Our second year at our first year rate, that which was a discounted rate, because they wouldn't need people in here so bad. So we had a we got a two bedroom for one bedroom price. And the second year, I said they messed up the thing, didn't send us our rolling time, so I had to, so a lot had to keep the same rate. And then last year, when we renewed our lease, instead of going up to the two bedroom price, they went in the middle just because he said that we pay our rent on time and we're good, you know. So I figured, well, they'll cut us another break. Not as good as they've been doing, but. It's like, well, you don't know, and like, okay, well, we pay our rent, you know, a week, sometimes two weeks early, you know, it's all, our rent's always, and I was like, if they can't work with us now, that's just going to be crap, but, you know, but I just think we, for what we pay to live so far out of Bowling Green, it, it's not worth it, you know? Oh, man. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't nothing, miss nothing. the rent days. Yeah. I mean, you got to pay, I mean, I don't, that's something, it's just the, you know, I just can't see them going charging that much for up here that's not going to fly because people don't want to live out this far side of bowling green you know i mean people are doing it yeah but when you can live right in for the same price live right in the middle of bowling green where there's everything you know there's nothing up on this side so you gotta and so there's there's an iga if you got if you want to go grocery you gotta go into into bowling green you know and so, I mean, it's just, it's, that's, it's always been cheaper up here. Now they're trying to charge the same price as if we were right in the middle of Bowling Green. I know people could care less about this. I guess that's why we only got three listeners last week. 
this. This was the Real Estate Minute with the, again, Steve Thomason Memorial Award winning Quentin Charisma. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, I won that award. I was shocked. I wasn't expecting expecting that. Was you? <laughs> you still you sure you wasn't in on that? <laughs> no, I was not in on that. No, not at all. Um, I, I had a hunch it, it was going to be you when they started walking away from the podium. I was like, why are they walking? And it was when they were coming over to give you the award. I just thought they were, I don't know they were walking about anything nothing about it. <laughs> yeah, but they were walking directly at us. Wow. That, that, that's when I was like, hey, something weird's going on here. I thought you was going to win it there for a minute. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought it was somebody behind us. Right. Because who was behind us? Because Higgy was behind ben. us. And ben. Well, he just got two. He just won it the first part, so he wouldn't have got it. Uh, he won the other Memorial Award, him and Steve. So, but Tommy was behind us. There's somebody else back there. So I thought, oh, it was going to them. But yeah, I got it. I won the award. I can't believe that. So, yeah, so, so another successful, let, let's get this whole name, UWA, Northern Alabama, Middle Tennessee Wrestling Reunion in the books. Actually, don't say Tennessee. It's Mid-South. You're, you're right. There's none but, yeah. It is Northern Alabama, Mid-South Wrestling Reunion. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and that was the lowest attendance we've had since we've been having it. That was what and I don't know if COVID hurt it because last year it was during COVID, but it was like six more people last year than this year. So I'm thinking I'm just wondering if COVID hurt it again because it's usually having 75 to 100 every year. Yeah, and what we did lose, I think five or six guys this past year. So I'm just wondering if COVID hurt it again. So I don't know, but they already set the date for next year. So. But I'm just hoping it'll be better next year. More people will come. I, I think it had to, I guess it had to be COVID to be dropped off that much, you know? Yeah, it was it was low. It, it, it was unfortunate, but I still, you know, I'm still happy to be there. And again, thank oh, you yeah. for inviting me and having me. Well, thanks for being my chauffeur. Hey, you got a Terry gonna pay off out of it. Yeah, there you go. I, I, about, te- I about text you and then told you that. I was wondering. I was like, I was like, he's gonna say something about it. He never does. Oh, I'll admit to him. Oh, I also, I also fought <laughs> texting him. And got, it was much more enjoyable for the same amount of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I appreciate you helping me get there. So, no, nah, man, it's yeah, it, cool. I, I, always, I always like meeting the guys of the the generation before. I like seeing you meet, like run into people you haven't seen in forever. I love when you don't recognize them, and it takes a minute. Yeah, yeah. That's how I saw. Um, oh, Johnny Gilbert was there. Yeah, that, there. That, that's specifically the one. Like he's walking toward you, and I can see that you're like, I'm not quite sure. And then when it yeah, clicks, I was looking, it's I, he he came about four years ago, or was it five years ago? It's been a while since he's been. And I was looking at him. I was like, it's yeah, you know, is that him or not? You know. And then I got closer. And I was like, oh, it's Johnny Gilbert. That's yeah, he come. What did he come? Was it 14? It came like in 14, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Something like it's been a while since he's been. Or it might have been 50. I can't, I can't keep up my ears. Yeah, it, actually, I, I hate there was a low turnout. I just think it's because of COVID. So hopefully next year we'll get back to, you know, the 7,500 people that we usually have. So Yeah, I hope so too. And we always, you know, we got a couple wrestling reunions to look forward to a year now. So that's always cool. Yep, yep. So, yeah, it's – um. I had fun. But, uh, all right. Uh, what are we going? Oh, yeah, they're trying to find me. I was going to say, you're bringing us there. 
<laughs> we're pretty sure it's we're going to Houston. <laughs> it's um I got on mine since April. Oh gosh, April sixteenth, nineteen eighty two. Nick Bachwinkle versus Dick Slater. Was um, yours uploaded by CWA Memphis? Yep. Sure okay, was. Yeah, yeah th this is Houston Wrestling. I do think it's yeah. funny that CWA Memphis uploaded Houston Wrestling. <laughs> ah, stop. My paint just took off. Ah, we rewind it there. I hit the thing and why am I mute? My pause, there it goes. Pause button wasn't working. Yeah, it's definitely Houston. But uh, right, So I, I take it you just re rewound back to triple zeros. Yeah. Um. So this is 82. So this was still Bosch being Bosch, right? Because I believe, I believe so, yes. Because Watts didn't come in until later, right? You're the historian Watts, here, man. I mean, huh? You're the historian. I'm the historian of local. I'm good at local. <laughs> but, you know, um, from what I can remember, I mean, Watts would come because, I mean, you know, Houston brought in everybody. Like this right here. Uh, Nick Bachman was AWA champion this time, uh, but he's working in NWA territory. Basically, it's an NWA town. Uh, so, um, so, yeah, I think we watched – they still work there, but it wasn't – I don't think it officially come to watch town until, what, 85, 84-ish maybe, when him and Bosch partnered up for feet with Houston. So, I think this was just – was Bosch still where he just brought everybody in from everywhere. Because um, I don't I – don't, I don't ever remember Slater working AWA in the early 80s, so – so it's got it's Bosch by. Oh, I found a letter. I know I'm getting way off again. You have to get me back on track here. Um, I, I haven't read it all, but did you ever hear where Bach were uh, race and Bosch had a falling out? I didn't. Okay. Well, sometime in this, I think it was the late 70s or early 80s when Harley had the belt, he no showed Bosch and they had a falling out. Somebody found has found the letter that he wrote, I guess, to, I don't know if he wrote who he wrote. I, I, I downloaded, I hadn't read it yet. I don't know if it's, if he, if it's, but it's on Bosch. It's on the Houston wrestling letterhead and all that. And I saw at the bottom where it said his name and he signed it. I, I guess it was to whoever the, the, to the, whoever was the NWA president at the time. Uh, but yeah, Harley no showed him. And I, Cornette has talked about it before, before, but it's been years ago where Harley uh, no showed Bosch and Houston got and got heat. They got heat for it. Um, but yeah, somebody's found the letter, so I I got it downloaded. I haven't read it yet, but uh, we'll talk about it next week. <laughs> but I just thought it was cool that I found that today when we're watching we watching some Houston stuff. So that is cool, man. Yeah, uh, I can't wait to report back uh, on the next show and let us know what it what it says. I'll send it to you too, so you can look look it over. I thought it was just cool. Like I said, I've heard bits and pieces through the years, and then somebody has, you know, found something new. <laughs> we'll talk yeah. about that later, too. Sure. All right. So we're triple yeah, zero. Going. If you don't get going, I'm going to keep talking. Yeah. All right, man. So if you're triple zeroed out and you're ready, I'm ready. Uh, we'll hit play in three, two. Did you, tell them, did you tell them where to find it and all that? Yeah, we went over all that. Oh, Sorry. <laughs> All right, just for one more time. It's CWA in Memphis uh, over on YouTube. Nick Bockwinkle versus Dick Slater, April 16th, 1982. We will hit play in three, two, one, play. I got the big NWA oh, yeah, on demand. Houston. Definitely Houston. Yeah. When wrestling was real. 
Man, Slater, yeah, Sammy should call him. Slater wanted to be funk so bad, didn't he? In every way possible. Yeah. I ain't saying it's bad. I mean, why not? If you're going to be somebody, be Terry Funk, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, he has the jacket, had the headband on, got the boots. Look at Bachwinkle. What's Bachwinkle? He's in his 40s here, has to be. Yeah. Oh, it's 12 3 five. Well, should have known it was Houston. <laughs> yeah, let's say, wasn't Houston always? Yeah, for any kind of championship, it's always 2 out of 3. This should be really good. Ball going to loosen it up there. Referee checking him. Got the old towel across the shoulder. Yep. Referee got him in the middle there going over the rules. You see that right over in the second row? Yeah. Last month. Woo. I had a yeah. time with her. <laughs> I had to hand out the towel. Here we go. Yeah, he's yeah. like we don't, we don't got a we don't got a heen. No heen in here. No. Man, it's it's like just it's Terry Funk, man. Wow. Back in the ropes. Going to get a clean break. Yep. Look when he walks. It's funk. Everything is funk. Yeah. Funk always walks Whoa. like 100% on his toes. Yeah. Got him in a hammerlock. Take down. You got the hammerlock on him. I just want to know who this referee was. Got some sweet bell bottoms on, though. He's got them K&H referee pants. I don't think he's got on boots, though. He looks no. like Archie Bunker's son-in-law. Yeah. Oh, he's got a hammer lock, and he's got the other arm barred, don't he? Yeah. Wow. Look at that bridge of a Bachwinkle at 40-something years old. I couldn't even do a bridge when I was 20 years old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was nice. Dropped the elbow in the stomach. Big chop. You never see that. Oh, small package. Or inside cradle or whatever you want to call it. Boggles in the ropes. You don't see really? somebody drop the elbow on the stomach, do you? Not a lot. Not a lot. Yeah, he, his mannerisms are, are funny. He's 100% funk. It's crazy. Yeah. So, apparently, my stepdad went to high school with Dick Slater. Really? Yeah, my stepdad's from the Tampa area. He so he went to high school with all those guys then. Yeah. No, he like he knows Steve Kern and like all these guys. And uh he said like everyone was super nice except for Slater. Like somebody cut Slater off in traffic and Slater pulled him out of like broke their window and pulled him out of the window and all sorts of craziness. I Oh, running monkey flip off the ropes, float over into the cover. Oh, he still got that arm, though. Well, he lets it go. Well, he powders to the ropes. <laughs> so is this – he he is – it's legit shoot. That, really? Yeah, from, all, from all accounts. And yeah. you've never told me this before. <sighs> well, yes, you've been holding out on me through the years. <laughs> oh, he said, said he – bless you. Sorry. Said he, said he knew Hogan. Uh, said he knew Mike Graham. 
Did he just do a um, wrist lock takeover to a head scissors? Uh, he did the the old like uh, front face lock takeover. Front face lock take. Okay, I was sneezing, so I couldn't see. <laughs> He's got that working the head scissors. That's crazy. You've never told me all this. Like I said, I don't know. I don't know how well he knew them, but he knew of them. Was around them growing up. That's crazy. That's what everybody says, you know. I grew up with quick charisma. <laughs> they do. I hear it all. I hear it everywhere. Yeah. Oh, my! Popped out of the headsets into the side of headlock. I think Bobby was starting to get a little more aggressive now. Oh, oh, suplexy. He's just trying to hang on. Yep. Slater's very aggressive. It's been very Bob, aggressive. Bobby always did did that good. Like he. He did it just as good as Flair as far as, like, the always he's trying to oh, hang look on. At oh, what? They keep, oh, man, it's rolling the pile. I like that. Bachwinkle powders out. I like that a lot. That was good right there. It was like a fish out of water, but it wasn't a fish out of water. Where yeah, it's, like it's, it's kind of like fish out of water, but with a with – a, a, a roll, I guess you want to. I guess you yeah, well, yeah, it almost realistic. It was because it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, it wasn't really smooth because that that would be hard to really do smooth. Yeah, well, really like, part of the fish out of the water that's always gotten me. It's like when you're doing that fold over press and they press your head down and you cut the flip and you land in yeah. a sunset. Like there was none of that. No. Oh, was it got? Got a just got to drop toe. You got toe hold on him. That isn't – I usually don't see them like that. It's just the drop toe hold you don't let go. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, but usually – Oh, yeah, no no, they, no one does it into the actual toe hold anymore. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> see, I, mean, I, th I think it's because it's a weird transition to get to anything else. Yeah. But, like, oh. I, teach, I teach it, and I've never seen one of my students do it. Bungle, grab the headlock, shoots him off, big tackle. Another drop toe hold holds on to it. Yeah, no, another drop toe hold, kind of. Yeah. Looks <laughs> like he just switched. No, he switched legs, and now he's kind of got him figure forward. I guess you want to cut like um, I don't know what but you call that reverse Indian <laughs> death lock. Yeah, I guess that's what you want to call it. But he don't have his leg hooked inside or anything. Yeah, he's just kind of got it crossed at the uh, at the ankles. Yeah. Little, is he pulling his hair? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah rushing him to get out of the hair. Oh. Got a cross face on him. Oh. Forearms to the chest. He yeah, broke they, it. They've been broad arms to the chest. Yep. Oh. We're going to get into a fight. Oh. Head, oh, another nice headbutt. Yeah, I don't think we'll get in a fight with a pair of six bra, as Gordon would say. Yeah, him off. Slater. Big, big elbow. Slowing it down for a did, while. Did Slater ever have any like really big runs anywhere for a prolonged amount of time, or did he always just keep getting in trouble and sent somewhere else? 
know, he was he had a good run with uh, with uh, Watts. Right. He had good runs places. He was in Florida for a while. I'm not saying I'm not saying good runs. I just I don't know. He doesn't get the same credit a lot of the territory guys do, and I think it's un, un, unfair because he's excellent. Well, he stayed in Florida for so long too. I think that he's just notorious. He's just known for he known for staying in Florida. Stayed in Florida, which the man, oh, nobody home. I guess because he stayed in Florida so long. I think he's known for staying in Florida and beating up Sting. <laughs> right. Oh, some boots to the shoulder there. You know, funny enough, I'm a I'm a bit of a fan of a, a little known tag team, uh, not little known, but probably a little remembered tag team with Slater. I, I always enjoyed the hardliners, him and Murdoch. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, back drops him out. <laughs> Bottom was that old school, just plop down cover, you know? <laughs> I love that. No front face like he's gonna suplex him. Nope. Oh, reverse up to the oh, drop the elbow on it. Working the arm now. You got this, got that straight. So from this angle, Dick Slater is like he's Terry Funk with Terry Gordy's face. Yes! Oh my gosh, it is. Look at that. It sure is. Wow. Maybe a little bit of Terry Gordy's body because he's definitely thicker than Funk. Yeah, he definitely. He's always been thicker than Funk. Even at Funk's biggest stage in his career. Yeah, even at Funk's biggest, Funk never had legs either. No, no, he didn't. It's kind of odd he was wearing the legs. Now he's going to the arm. Michael's going to fix him to be on a spot. I have a feeling if he's going back him in and shoot him off and do something. I love watching Bachwinkle work because just the, so, so much of the small stuff, like just the angling. There he goes. Shoots him off. Boom. Big shoulder tackle. Punch to the gut. Big slam. Big slam we'll get here. Oh, Slater fighting back. Get him a big slam. Hey, Bachwinkle, hell of a brave, brave man be wearing those those white trunks, by the way. <laughs> Bachwinkle trying to get to the ropes. He's rough time to break. Oh, he, he punched. He never broke the hole, though. <laughs> he punched. He well, kicked him in the shoulder blades. We, we, we've watched Houston before, though, to where, like, the heel would grab the rope you know. and the ref would tell him <laughs> to get off the rope. It's like, do you remember Japan was the same way in the 70s? Those 70s, Japan mentioned we watched the same way. Yeah, the ropes weren't a break. It was, you got to be fully entangled in them. You could, yeah. just couldn't grab them. What do you call that? It's a hammerlock with your foot? <laughs> yeah, but he's really, Oh, that's nice. He really has nothing. Oh no, no! Like the, right the other, the other foot should be like over in front. I know I'm nitpicking Dick Slater. Like I have any right to do that. <laughs> like just watching it back, you can see the holes in it, right? Oh yeah. Like, but it's, I mean, back then, you... yeah, you didn't think about it. No. Well, if, he was, it like, if he had the other instep into the wrist and then he back bumped, perfect. There it is. 
but it's just a little thing you, you didn't think about then. Now it's like, oh, yeah, you're watching, you know, you're not, you think, oh, he's got his arm. That's it, you know? Yeah, well, but it's like, but back in the day, you'd get away with a headlock with a grip that wasn't realistic. Well, it's the only way it's impossible selling it too. So it, you're not watching to see, you know. Exactly. And yeah, and way Bob Wiggle selling it about flipping over from it. <laughs> yeah, people are clapping out there. It's later's humping the air. In the second row. <laughs> she looked in the second row going. <laughs> oh yeah, he's losing his mind. The little kid liked it. But I mean, uh, let's go to that though. If this is realistic right now in the position they're in, like dude's arm would have been broke off by now because there's so much oh, torque yeah. right there. Yeah. So. I've worked some guys put on hammer locks that. <laughs> I was about to break my arm. There you go. Look at that. That's nice. I mean, it's, it's like crazy. Me. So before we we're going on the air, I was literally watching. Yeah. Before, before we we're going on the air, I was legitimately watching Billy Robinson stretch people. <laughs> and like, and he was talking about putting on a, a back hammer like this. And he's like, uh, you know, you get it up to the back and then you pull straight backward. And that's what sends the that. shoulder out. Like that. That's nice. Look, he's. He's wrenching when he's bringing it back and bringing that leg back over. Yeah, no, that's, that's nice. really cool. I've oh, never seen that like before. I neither. Is he gonna make him break this time? He's making him break that time. Just because he had his whole boot on it, maybe. I don't. Or he's prolonged. They're, They're not inconsistent with their. It's like it's like a Memphis referee. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Oh, Bob Wiggle firing up. Slam Martin. Now Slater's head down. See no set. Yep. Boom. Look. He takes that. You know what? Oh, big running headbutt. Is he going to do the hard head gimmick that I don't remember? Huh? Does Slater have like the hard head gimmick that I don't remember? I don't know. Well, Funk used to do those running headbutts too. Harley did them. Funk did them. Yeah, but Harley did more Funk. Neither one of them no soul. Oh, he just took a back bump on that floor. Did you see that? Yeah, look. But neither one of them no sold heads to the canvas. Yeah. Uh oh. And I was uh, unaware that Slater was uh, smowing, so. He just, I think he just takes he takes all the fun and just adds little bits of other people, I think. <laughs> That's a nice nice Tommy any drop on the on gonna be a count out, maybe. Yeah, it was a good Tommy knee drop. I thought he was gonna go into the post. Uh oh, winding up. Boom. I thought he was gonna duck and backdrop him over the top, actually, on that one. Yeah. Did, did, did AWA have that rule too? I don't know. AWA and NWA had different rules, so I don't know whose rules are going by. Oh, double down. Slater's on the back of his head like he hit he the back of his head. But, you know, Bob, he would do that slow flop on stuff. Yeah. That slow body flop. <laughs> There's the headbutt. I guess he's smoking tonight. I don't ever remember being that many headbutts. You know? No, I don't either. Going to the second one. We got nobody home. 
I think we're fixing to get a finish here. To one fall, yeah. Oh, here we go. Here it is. Figure four for the finish. He hit his leg on the hit his knee on the apron and the um, when he missed the knee drop. So he's gonna get him to figure four. What was Bachwinkle's finish? I don't know. Sleeper. That's what I thought. Yeah, Bachwinkle sleeper. Because him and yeah. Ganya had been dueling sleepers there for a while, didn't they? I believe so. Yeah. The Ganya sleeper and the Bachwinkle sleeper. Slater's fighting it. He's saying he's still in there. He's trying to reverse it. Oh, is he going to get him? Oh, oh. Oh, he reversed it. Yep. Momentum carry. Yep. He's in, he's in the ropes, tangled in him. So he's definitely got to break. He's, he's got most of his body in there. I can't believe they'd do a finish off of that with being three falls. Yeah, I thought it was going to be two. Oh. Ram the knee in the pole there. It's some skinny poles, isn't it? Yeah. Weird edit right there. I don't know what it was. But. Yeah, it didn't even do nothing. Why they edit? <laughs> I'm looking for a bad glitch in the film. Is that going to be the finish? Wow. Yeah, all right. Okay. I wasn't expecting that. I heard it was going to be a submission with the. Yeah, no, hung him neck first over top rope. Yeah. Slater's selling that leg. We'll get up. I was like, what's the guy that has a towel? Is he selling autographs? <laughs> All right, they cut out the – yeah, that was like a 10-second delay there for the intermission between the fall, so they added a lot of that out. Yeah, Slater's selling that leg. Bach wants to get back on that leg. Here he goes. Dang, Bachman's being aggressive with those kicks, ain't he? Yeah, just going crazy at him. Yeah, he's usually more methodical on stuff. But he was rapid fire. Boom, so there's some big punches. Yeah, oh. even when Nick's not bumping, he's selling. Did you see his feet? His leg, he flopped. There's a body part moving, an extra body part from what's being – Attacked on him. You notice that? Yeah. So no, he's, he, he, he's very much the whole whole thing. You know, baby faces sell, heels oversell. Now, like Bachwinkle right. makes it enjoyable to watch him get his butt kicked. Yeah. Oh, Slater went out after him. Bachwinkle goes back in. He just he fall. Oh. Oh, that's awesome. Dang! I think he actually fell and just laid down on top of him. So I'm down here. Might as well. I think he got tangled up in the. They all get tangled. Man, that's like what the tenth headbutt. Oh yeah. He's still selling the leg. Why you shouldn't you should drop the knee with a bad knee? Should you? No, no, you should. Well, he's still. Well, at least he's selling it. Then he dropped it on, and he's still. Unless he's Probably. about to miss one. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I just thought, too. He hit one, miss one. Oh, nice gut wrench suplex. Now, what's he going to do? Now, he's going to figure for him. Wow. That's a change of that. Didn't see that coming, did you? No. 
Bob Michaels. Here's another question while we're at it. What was Slater's finish? I don't know because you know he almost didn't have finishes unless they're on their job matches. And I said I hadn't seen a lot of Florida of his stuff from. I've seen stuff in Florida, his job, you know, where he, the job matches, but I don't remember what he used. I mean, they, they all usually had holds, right? Like, yeah, a lot of them were holds back in. Because they get, the baby basically get put in them and just not give up and figure out a way out of them and you're fine. Look at Bobby selling like a floppy fish. Yeah. Look at him. Watch this. There he goes. Going to go ahead again. Watch Bobby sell. Look at this. He didn't sell as much on that one. He didn't flop as much. Yeah, that's what Bob goes. Oh, top rope. Here we go. Oh, big elbow. Oh, jackknife. Whoa, didn't expect that. No. Wow. Oh, he kicked out. What did he hold up two for? Ref hold up two fingers and he raised his second hand. Second fall, maybe? I guess, but you still, if you count three, you hold up three. Then you hold up the... Because then he held up one finger, one finger, one fall piece. I wasn't expecting the that one. Buckle was selling. He's selling his leg more than um, Slater is. Slater bad mouthing him. Telling him to come on. How much time we got left in this? Uh, just a couple of minutes. So I, I've, noticed, I've noticed, though, in those really good two out of three falls, that last fall will be like a comeback. It'll yeah. It'll be like a prolonged so, comeback, and then we'll go into yeah, a finish. But, but I just don't see – because definitely Bobby goes to the heel here. Yeah, I think we're going to get a ref bump. Ref bump. Oh, nice. I think we'll get a ref bump, DQ. But still, like we're, Slater's running his comeback right now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's going to be all Slater in the oh, Pile driver. Oh, gosh. Whoa. Oh, Jesus Christ. That almost got bad really fast, didn't it? I thought we were just going to see Dick Slater pull off a Styles Clash. <laughs> oh, he's going after Buckle on the floor. It's going to be a count. It's going to be a count out. He's getting him some big punches on the floor. Slater's back in. Bobby was coming back in. I think it's going to be a ref bump. We just said a count out. We're changing your mind. <laughs> I don't know. Big suplex by Slater. Uh, you got to hook the leg. <laughs> you don't get Bobby going. <laughs> Another big, big slam. Oh, no. Backbreaker. Nice. Here we go. Oh, you see Bobby grab, grab his tights? Got the spinning toe hold on him now. Buckle punch, trying to punch his way oh, out of that, it. I figured, that makes sense because we know who he wants to be. Yeah, there you go. He wants to be one of the funks. So I got the spinning toe. I thought he was going to grab into a small package. I did too. I, I thought they were about to do the, the flare steamboat finish. There we go. There's your ref bump. Oh, dude, he ate that bottle on the side of his head. Did you see that? Yeah. I think he wanted, I think he tried to hit the bottom in the. The middle, but he missed the middle, hit the top, the bottom rope, all face side of his face. Oh, he's getting rolled up. One, two, oh, one. He's got his tights. He's got his tights. Was that three? 
think so. I think it was three. Yeah, it was three. He had Bobby had a two handful of tights. Yep. Yeah, ref wasn't in the best position though. He's looking right at it. So I got the the Pat O'Connor, then the Bobble roll through with the tights. Oh, we <laughs> bumps Bobble go off the apron. <laughs> Yeah, definitely Slater was more the baby face than than Bachman. He was definitely was definitely the heel. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I don't think the people are Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, people cheered when he got oh, that was it. Yep, that was it. <laughs> oh, yep, that's it. Um, yeah, because they when he bumped him off the apron there at the end, they cheered. Yeah, that was it was it was really simple. And it went really fast, it seemed like. It did go go fast, but it was good. I think that's why it went fast. It yeah. Bad it's bad as what it drug out. It's 24 minutes, 56 seconds. And so about, so basically 24 minutes when it started. So, yeah, it was, and it was good. They, they, simple wrestling, they work body parts. And they had a few things in between, some slams and stuff like that. That driver, that looks Ooh, that scary. He lost, he lost him. Then when he got him back, he just kind of fell backwards with it. I think he, Thought, well, I'll just be safe with it, you know? Yeah. Because he didn't jump or nothing. He just kind of fell back with it, I think. Yeah, because he slipped out, man. And that was like, whoa. Yeah. That was good. That was a good, simple match. Some good selling. Bachwinkle, I just love the way he sold. Because no matter what body part, what he was selling, there was always another limb flopping, you know? Yeah. Extra, yeah, he always did extra. something just a little extra. Yeah. And that, uh, and his, that, that, oh, that, Flop he would do when he would sell, you know, body almost like a full body flop, you know. And, um, yeah, it was good. Yeah, Slater was man, he was Terry Funk just all over that, but uh, yeah, he used a spinning toe hold. I didn't expect that to happen. I didn't either. He did the the last part, yeah. I just throw it, yeah. It's Texas, he did the spinning toe hold. I like how they both had vert, did, did their uh. Did the figure four on each other. That was good. Um, and then he had that um, that hammerlock scissor, scissors. That was different. I hadn't seen that before. Yeah, so no, I've never seen that either. One that one and then when he bring up the other leg, they bring up that other leg and come down, you know, on top, kept bringing the leg up, coming down. And that was neat. But he had just, just getting it on there was neat. And then he was adding extra to it, bringing that leg up was really neat. Um, I mean, it was a good match. You know, it's match from the 80s. They're not going to do nothing. You ain't going to see no, a lot of bing, bang, boom. But everything they did counted. It, yeah. it meant something. Um, and I think Bacco had to be in his 40s by then. Yeah, every, every bit of it. Yeah. Had to be. Can you look it up real fast? Because I can't look nothing up because I'm afraid I'll knock my, the zoom off because I'm not too technical in doing stuff. <laughs> he had to be in his 40s. He was born in 34. 38. Yeah, so he's close. That's close. Still, uh, 38 is still, still us getting around. B38 still flopping around, working like that. Yeah, he's 38. Wow. But he looked, he, he always looked older. You yeah. know, he's one of those, you think of those guys back then, they always looked older then. Yeah. Yeah. Because if that was like, if you think that's 80, you know, he was 38 there. And so, 80, so in 72, you see pictures like him and, um, um, Stevens from like 72, he was only 28 then, but he looked like he was in his late 30s. 
yeah. he, I guess, the way he presented himself, you know. Well, he, you know people looked older back then. Yeah, they did. Yeah, that's true. Definitely. But um, yeah, like I said, there's nothing flashy. Um, good little two or three falls. Uh, I've noticed a lot about Houston. We've watched. They're all to be just good, sound wrestling. Yeah. Nothing really sticks out flashy. Just been good, solid wrestling matches. Um, you know, to, you know, they everything they did meant something. I liked how they actually went on to the figure four, was getting the heat on with the figure four, and then the the another one turned and started doing the same, you know. It was like, wow, you usually don't see, you know, you see them reverse a figure four or something, but you don't see somebody working the same body part, you know, with the same move in the same match, you know? Yeah, usually kind of odd. Yeah, it was it was different. It was it was different stuff, um, but like I said, everything was good. Uh, I was shocked that we didn't get more brawling from Slater. Yeah, this know? was a very technical match to Slater. Yeah, because I mean he could wrestle. You know he wrestled. Well, some I have seen from him in Florida, he you know he wrestled him too. But it did you know by '82 he was really you know. But it, I thought we'd get more, but he got a, he wrestled more than he. Then he punch and kicked, really, you know. But um, I mean, we got what the ten headbutts. <laughs> At least, yeah. I didn't know that was. Yeah, I wouldn't expect that. And I remember you, you said earlier talk about uh, him and Murdoch, or the what were they called? The hardliners. Hardliners. You know that gimmick was about ten years too late. Can you imagine them doing that in the late seventies, early eighties? Oh yeah, they, they were been, awesome. Yeah, they've been really good. You know, because they were. Cause, yeah, I mean, by that time, Murdoch, he was, he done, he done bloated up and body was beat up. And by that time, Slater's body was bang, beat up by then, too. You know, so you imagine 10, 15 years younger, that would have been a, a really good tag team and a, a good gimmick for him for that, you know, because it was, you know, because you think about them, they're the outlaw, you know, um, butt-kicking bounty hunter, you know what I'm saying, a bounty hunter, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're the ones that you pay the bounty to go put somebody out, you know. It was what's a bit was a big thing in the seventies. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. You know take and, the money. You know, and um, well, yeah, actually, wasn't he? Wasn't Slater? Was it, it was Slater and Orton that hardly paid to put Flair out in eighty two, yep. wasn't it? Absolutely. That's right. So, yeah. So he, but um, did that give it? What it sucks. It was in the late eighties of WCW. Or was eighty nine ninety? What time period was that? I, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was maybe maybe even early nineties. Not even late eighties. Is there 89, 90, 91? It's running there somewhere, probably. Yeah. So, yeah, if that would have been 10 years earlier, that have been that would have been really, they could have really did something with that. So, and in the or 15 to 70s, when, like I said, when the, the, bounty, the bounty gimmick was every territory, Bayface had a, you know, uh, would have a bounty put on them, you know, you know, especially like a tag team. They would come in the territory, run rough shot. Yeah, that would have been really good. Just, just a little too late. Well, overall, it's a good little match. I was happy with it. Uh, like I said, I it had that something different because like I said I thought uh, it was going to be a lot of kicking and punching from Slater, but he wrestled more than that, so that was the different part for it. So, what'd you get? Would you overall? I thought it was a really, really solid match. It was Bachmuckle doing what he always does and makes it look like he's going to lose. He did that just as good, if not in some ways better than Flair, because Bachmuckle always did it some different way. Whereas the more you saw player on TV, the more you saw there's a bit of a formula. While still a great formula, and you, he'd always hook you, Bachwinkle always did something different. He kind of yep. 
molded his match against Kahina Wrestling. Um, so I just always watch Bachman doing that. I, I enjoyed watching some Slater because I, like I said, I don't feel like I see enough Slater out there. So, you know, anytime I get, get a chance to see him really do some stuff, that's not like, you know, the hardliner stuff. Because like you said, they, they were just going out there and fighting at that point. Like they weren't trying to wrestle. So it's cool to see it. You know, it's Houston. Everything we've watched from Houston has been good. Yep. Sure. Yeah, it has. That's why, like, you know, we've, you know, we've talked about how we've, many times before how there's not a lot of full matches out there of stuff in America in the 70s and 80s, um, except for this Houston stuff. So, um, so we, we go to it and it's always been right spot on, you know. So, so where are we going next week? Oh, well, you know, we're not going. <laughs> you're yeah, going to not, Florida not next week. Um, <laughs> I am going to Orlando next week. I'll be in Disney, but uh, so we're not, you're not going to call me and we can do it. Hey, it's Zoom. We don't got to be together. <laughs> I, I I joked with the wife that we were going to do that. Uh, she was not happy. Yeah, I don't think I would even joked about that one. <laughs> She's like, "Well, I will be at Animal Kingdom." Yeah. Or whichever one we're at. I can't remember which one we're at that day, but I'll be there with the debit card, so do what you want to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like uh, exactly. nope, nope. nope. <laughs> I, I I will be there unsupervised. Um so, so in two weeks then where are we going? <laughs> uh, so I'm I'm a fan of the short trip territory, so uh, we're not gonna leave Houston. Um and that's because I while watching something, this flash on my screen is like a, a next video to watch. And just from the names, I was like, yeah, we're, we're going to watch this on the podcast. Uh, it's from January 16th, 1981, Houston Wrestling. It's Billy Robinson and Dory Funk Jr. Oh. Yeah. I've been on a really, Ooh. really old Billy Robinson kick lately. So I know that's um, the later, year, later years of Robinson's career. But with Dory in there, yeah, that's going to be good. Yeah. And like, and old salty Billy Robinson, you know what I mean? Like, and it's, I feel like Dory, anytime I've ever seen Dory with someone who's really technically good, Dory almost, he's almost a bit of a prick when he wrestles. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. There's a certain aggression when he's with guys that are supposed to be, you know, wrestling tough guys like him. Mm -hmm. Dude, okay. When I watched that match with him and Tommy Gilbert, and this was years later, both of them are old salty vets. It, wow. was from, it was from the Eddie Gilbert Memorial Show that Ian Rotten did. Oh, gosh. And, like, he's hammering some shots in on Tommy and stuff like that, like wanting Tommy to give them back to him. If Tommy didn't hit wow. him hard, hard enough, he's not selling. He's making Tommy hit him. <laughs> so he's, he's got this, this old salty vet pride. Yeah. So I have a feeling being in there with Robinson, who's also old and salty, like, I think it'll be really good and probably a lot snugger than we think it'll be. I think it'd definitely be snug. Definitely. I don't know. You said 81? Yeah. I don't know. Robinson's coming off his Memphis run. He'll be fine. <laughs> I know. I'm just ribbing. Yeah, no, probably, it actually, actually probably be better because he's had to work Memphis or try to work as much Memphis as he could for that year. He's probably looking forward to getting back to being able to do some stuff with somebody, you know? Probably excited to get a decent payoff. <laughs> he was probably well, doing he, he was doing decently well in Memphis, I'm sure. Yeah, but I'm sure oh, he made not, I'm sure he made more on this shot for Paul Bosch than he probably did the rest of the week in Memphis. 
I'm sure the the yeah those the Houston payoffs were I said were just they were great. So um, territory was down in eighty. They still made good money. I'm sure he made more in one week. Well, he was gone by eighty one. So oh, so this may have been him on the way out. He was gone from Memphis in eighty one. I, I remember what led to this. I was watching. Uh, I'd come across a World of Sport match that was okay. Billy Robinson and a guy named Leo Johnson or something like that. But uh. Is Billy back in World of Sport though? After you know he had been gone from Britain for a decade. Yeah, it'll be good. So it was pretty I cool. Said, yeah, I think it'll be because like I said he's been in Memphis that whole year before, so him getting to go back, get out, and but actually there's a match I want to see. I haven't, and, um, and I think it was from Memphis. It was Tony Charles against Billy Robinson from Memphis out there floating. I think that's where it was from. I bet and, that'd be uh, good. Maybe good. You know the people in Memphis are like, "What is this?" <laughs> Tony Grab his hair. <laughs> didn't Tony Charles have a like a weird gimmick name? Like, oh, he worked in when he worked in World Class. He was checkmate under a hood. That's it, checkmate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He was. Was he? With, I think he's with. Was he with Akbar or was he with? Um, uh, what was the guy? That's where it's. I've seen Hussein? him on some on some Texas cards, and I think he was with Akbar. Yeah. But it was checkmate. Was he with Akbar or Hussein? Down there, he wore a hood. He was called Checkmate. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was like his last run in America, I think. He had a big run in the, was it late 70s in Knoxville? He had a good run there. Um, I, I like yeah, this it, era of Billy Robinson, too, because it's like old chubby-looking man Billy Robinson, but he's got like oh, the yeah. chubby man abs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he looks yeah, like no kind of athlete, but he's still really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be it'd be good. That'd be good. That'd be interesting to see the. Yeah, I, I think it's gonna be really good. So. Yeah, yeah that was, uh, so that'll be two weeks. So we'll have a little yeah. little break in between. Well, you'll well you'll have a break. I'll be walking twenty thousand steps or whatever each day. <laughs> Did you get your little uh, cut line pass gimmick they sell? Uh, so the lightning lanes have been down. Like they haven't had any any of those preferred passes. They're actually uh-huh. coming back in the middle of our trip. But, yes, we will get them for the days that they're offered while we're there. Is it because the the lines haven't been that long or something for COVID? Or? I, I'm guessing, but they're they're picking back up. So Okay. Because they're in the mid- uh-huh. middle of the 50th anniversary. Yeah. Yeah, I, I saw in that. The middle. They're going to do it for 18 months, but this is the first month. Yeah, I saw it the other day. I was like, it's going to be on there right when that happens. Well, that's cool. How many days are you going to be down there? Uh, five, five days total, four at four at the parks, one at each park, and then right in the middle we're doing we're doing kind of an off day, so it'll just be like the resort we're staying at, and we'll go and see Disney Springs. What's Disney Springs? It's like they've got a shopping area, places to eat, uh, mini golf stuff like that. Just more money for Disney to make. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got show over to Universal. We we're going to like at one point. Christie's are You're really big. Trip. Yeah, she, she's a really big like Disney person, and with this being our pretty much our honeymoon, like that's what she wanted was all the parks. Yeah. And then we're doing three days well, in Daytona after versus- the parks, though, to recover from our vacation. Yeah. Well, and two, one day at Universal wouldn't do any good. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. But I, I want to do Universal and like because I haven't, I haven't been to Universal. I haven't been to Disney. We went to Disney a few years ago when we first started dating. Yeah, and. Before that, I hadn't been to Disney since like '92. So, and then I, so and I I've been, never been. <laughs> and 
and I haven't been to Universal since 92, though, because that's when we went down to Florida that year. We did a day at Disney, a day at Universal. Wow. So if you've been Universal since 92, that's like a totally different place now since oh, 92. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> or y'all could go old school, go to Bush Gardens, or is that in Tampa? I believe that's Tampa. Okay. Never mind. Um, <laughs> I, I've been to Bush Gardens, and that was probably 98, something like that. Bush Gardens, roller coaster wise? Yeah, I, that's hard. Yeah, yeah. I think it is Tampa. Yeah. I, I believe it is. Yeah. Well, that's cool. So, you know, then you get home and be tuckered out from your vacation. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what, the, that's what the three days in Daytona are supposed to be. Yeah. Because right? they're just like in a resort by the, by the beach. So it'll be nothing. Just relax time. Yeah. Like I said, recover from our vacation. Yeah. Yeah. So, y'all driving down there nonstop? Or are you going to stop halfway or? Uh, we're not going to stop halfway. Um, we're driving down Saturday, Sunday. This timeline will be very evergreen for the podcast, but we're uh, we're going down Saturday. Um, we can't check in until Sunday. So Saturday, we're going to get like as close as we can, pretty much. Get a cheap hotel for the night. Yeah. And get up in the morning, drop off our bags, because we have a park day that day. Okay. Well, that's cool. I believe. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we don't have a park day that day. So I, I don't know. We might stop early. Just, it really depends. Who knows? You play by ear, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I guess I'll be. I don't know. What I'll be doing next Thursday. Who knows? <laughs> Probably should worry about where we'll move. <laughs> uh, hopefully, you, you've got a call back and said they're going to work with you. I do too. I told them. I said. I told them. They said. Uh, I said. Well, we can do. Or well, can you do a thousand? I'm like, there's. I can't. Can't do a thousand dollars a month. Not for this place. So. He said, well, I'll see what they can say. And I'm like, well, my thing is, there's nothing about this place. Whoever designed it, I'm hoping they never designed anything else in their lifetime. This is the most backward design apartment I've ever lived in my life. And I've lived in the what? I counted it one day, 15 different apartments. Either 15 or 18 different apartments in my life. Um, and my first apartment, I didn't first one I ever lived was in 95. So that's a lot of apartments in that many years. But um, I've never seen one laid out like this. They put, like in one of the bedrooms, the cable outlet is behind the door. Huh. Yeah. And then they put, they, I've never lived in an apartment, and I've lived in 15 or 18, I can't remember which one was. I've never had one where the main room has two windows. Usually don't you, they have put one window. This has got two. I'm like, Okay. But guess what? He opened the blinds up and look, what are you staring at? What? Air conditioned units in both windows. The air conditioned units outside. They put them in front of the windows. Nice. It's like, why well, have windows if you're going to put, you know, not just one, you know, like I said, every apartment ever only had this had one. They actually put two in to try to be nice, but you put big freaking the outside air conditioned heating units. That's why right you're, in the, you're in the discount price apartment. <laughs> No, I was around looking, all of them are like that. And then the kitchen, you have your kitchen light, then you have the, the drop-down lights over the bar, and then you got uh, right to the kitchen, there's a, a laundry room in it. There's one switch for all for the laundry room, hall light, the kitchen light, and the bar lights. You got one switch for all three. So you want to if you just want to come to the kitchen light, the hall light, the little hall light, which, which it's not a little hall, but just right there in front of the, Laundry room, cuts on that one, and your bar lights. 
they turn off one switch. I'm like, it, like okay, and it's just I don't know. It's the weirdest laid out. Of, they and all they put the master closet and doesn't have the master. The master closet doesn't have the bathroom in it. The small room has the bathroom in it. Usually, your master has your master closet, your master bathroom. Your it's all one. They put the bathroom in the small bedroom. It, it, it's just the weirdest setup I've ever seen. You know, so I'm hoping they hopefully they didn't sign anybody any else apartments anywhere. Is it's just oh, our building, our mailbox, mailbox shack is right beside our building. You would think that our mailbox would be in that mailbox shack, right? No, we're at the very when you first come in, mail shack. I'm like, who freaking designed this place? It's the craziest thing I ever seen, man. I mean, oh, in the in the living room, the only wall, the wall they have for your where the cable comes out, you cannot only put you can't put a TV bigger than 50 inches on it. The wall is only big enough for 50, it, and that's from side to side of the, the little wall. 50 inch TV is that's all you, you can't go any bigger. You'd be in the door frame, and then you'd be in the the little walkway area where you go out the front door. That's yeah. I mean, it's like it's horrible, man. I yeah, think I, I know why we have three listeners. <laughs> well, okay, cut me off then. <laughs> but I don't want to move. I mean, I don't like none of the stuff. I'm just moving in general sucks. So I don't yeah, want no, to do that. No, nothing's yeah. good about moving ever. No, and I've moved so much in my lifetime. I'm tired of moving. Yeah, you know? just, just want to stay planted and ride it until it won't go, go anymore. Yeah, exactly. So, but um, you know, I just hope I'm, I don't know. I've been stressed all day. <laughs> I found some places in Bowling Green cheaper, like a lot cheaper than what, you know, I don't know what they're going to work with or not, but for what they said they're going for and what these other places I found, they're a lot cheaper, but just moving is what I'm dreading, you know? Yeah. Even though it's almost, you know, it's like we'll be paying that. All that extra month be worth not having to move. <laughs> I don't know. So, and I physically, I, I'm not able to move. I just can't move stuff physically anymore. I mean, beforehand, there's no problem. Ready you haul, you know. But now, nah, physically, I just can't do nothing. I can't even walk. I can't even walk without almost falling over. You know. So I got. I go. That's how I go to bathroom. I got to use a handicap stall. I can't. When I got to pee, I got to hold on to something. I got to have. Because, man, my balance, dude, is gone. So Gonna have to hire you some big, strong hunks. <laughs> oh, my. Who's, has anybody ever did a moving gimmick? I'm thinking about that. Has anybody ever did one? Not that I know I don't, of. Think, I don't think they have, have they? Just come to the ring with a dolly? Yeah. Be, before you he has a body tag? slam, he, he's sure to fasten his lifting belt. Yeah. With, with if you have a tag team, you know, like, you know, like you... Then the guy could stand on the dog and he can wheel him down there on it, you know? <laughs> oh, and the I thought you like wrestling the, in its serious days. The, the, you know, you grab the you grab your opponent, wrap him up in packing tape so he can't kick out. I thought you liked serious wrestling. <sighs> you know, the older I get, the more goofy I like. Okay. You ready? Orange Cassidy fan yet? Okay. I just, you know, I should talk about him. I know I'm probably going to get so much flack from people on this, from old school buddies of my old school friends and buddies and cohorts. I finally get it. Okay, because here, look, here's the thing. And it, it, 
and this is what got me. And he's like, oh, that's stupid. Okay, it's mind game. His, you know, the the kicks and all that. It's to play with their heads, right? That's what it is, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. What difference is that for me than kissing on rubbing Ben Jordan all those years? Exactly. Mind games. Yeah. That was always to get them off, to get him off his game, you know, or whoever, whatever, you know, young baby face I was working, you know, good looking baby face I was working, doing all the gay stuff to get to, you know? Yeah, no, exactly. That's exactly what and it I, is. And the other day I was like, I get it now. He's not supposed to, he's not trying to be serious with it. He's trying to mess with their heads. Yeah. That's what I, that's, I didn't realize that. That's what I didn't get. I thought he was trying to be serious. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some, like, when he's done some comedy matches, like the whole match will be uh, uh, like him and Kikutaro or Ebison when they would do well, it. About, well, I don't AEW but what but on that, yeah. Because, I mean, he gets, I mean, central, I mean, you know, he'll, but that, I finally get it. That's why, that's what it is. It's the mind games gimmick. Yeah. He's playing mind game. Because whether or not, because I was watching, and it's him and Pac, and, or Pac, what is it? I believe it's Pac. Pac, okay. And he did it, and I, was in there, and I think Josh said, here you go, he's, he goes, I don't think his mind game is going to work with Pac. And I was like, that's what this is this whole time. And I've been, Cause I've been looking at it thinking I've been looking at it wrong. And then I thought back, I was like, it's the same thing. What I did, my gimmick was to, you know, cause I always, you know, like, it, cause when I start the heat, I'd get aggressive, but yeah. pretty, I was in all those stuff. And then it's like, you know, Adrian street, he'd kiss him and, and, you know, and they throw him off. He'd roll him up for the pin, you know? It's that, and I was like, it's what I was doing, but it's a different form of it. Yeah, it's a, di- it's a different package. Yes, I get it. So I'm sure people are like, oh, it's not the same. Well, I mean, it, it's a bit more out there, but at the same time. But you time, know, here's the thing, though. It's, I never seen it done like that. He'd come up with it. I, I guess he'd come up with that. Has anybody else? Done that either, so That's yeah. okay. So he'd come up with that. I got to give it to the guy. Yeah. And the most comfy wrestling gear ever. No, like I couldn't have wrestling jeans. Those aren't jeans, dude. Those are denim printed sweatpants. Those are denim printed sweatpants. Like thin sweatpants. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those aren't jeans, bro. Oh crap. No, no. I thought they bro- were jeans. Bro- no, brothers living a good life. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's even better. Yeah, those are glorified yeah. those are glorified sleep pants. If if you'll notice oh if you look at the belt line, like he don't have belt loops, he's got a tie. I know he has the drawstring, but I've seen I've, I've I've had some jeans before back in the I had those um those Levi's wore. I, I, I remember wear. having some jeans at some point that had a tie too when I was younger. Yeah, I think I had a pair of Bugle Boys too had at one point, but I just thought you know it's a style or something. That is crazy, dang! Yeah, th- no, those are light cotton. Wow. I'm oh, pretty sure they, they may be denim. They make denim joggers, but like I'm pretty sure those are like the jean sweat jogger things. Wow. Well, yeah, because the ankles are they he has their their elastic ankles. Yeah. I bet they wow, that's awesome. But yeah, I, I finally get old boy now. And um like I said I, some people might not agree with my old school people might not agree with me. But that's why it, it finally clicked after all this time. And it was that little thing of like like I think it was Jr. said, you know, he's doing the these mind games ain't gonna work with pop, and I was thinking mind games, and it all clicked, you know. So I put two. I was like, it's basically what I did when I was in the gay gimmick. Let me get you some. Uh, 
some opinions on people before we go then, just while, while we're on the subject. What are your thoughts on Daniel Garcia? Okay. If I want to watch MMA, I'll watch MMA. But, but there's so many guys that it's doing that hybrid style, you know, MMA, submission, rest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, it's here to stay. Um, for that style, he's really good. Um, his match with Punk was pretty good, I thought. Yeah. It was pretty good. Um, uh, yeah, for that, for that style, that, that like I said, it's uh, it's here to stay. Um, he's good at it, I think. What do you think about 2.0? Yeah. Was it me and you talked about this the other day? That dude, he's he, – <laughs> they're heat getters. They're heat getters. Um, I've only seen a couple times in the ring. They didn't look bad. They looked like everybody else kind of, you know. Uh, nothing stands out except – they can get that old school cheap heat from the crowd. Watch, uh, Which, you know, watch more of their dark stuff. I haven't watched this week's yet. But I'm yeah. gonna watch it probably tomorrow. Yeah, I think they're normally on dark, either dark or dark elevation. But watch, yeah. watch them on that mainly because the stuff you've watched has been like mostly dynamite or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. So they're usually getting other people over, but yeah. like you know, on dark and dark elevation, and they still. Like they give the underneath guys spots and like make them look yeah. good, but it's more them, so you can really see what they do. Yeah. I think them and I, FTR could have a killer match. FTR would have yeah, to be the baby, could. but them and FTR yeah. could be a killer match. I think so. Yeah, they could. Said <laughs> Punk popped me the other night. He told him what he said that called them illegitimate sons of the nasty boys or whatever. They're the you know the little vest things with the yeah. paint drippings. <laughs> I started dying laughing when he said that, but uh, no. All right, throw somebody else out. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think who's been who's been on because, like, you know, I, I don't watch the shows. So um, Suzuki and Danielson haven't happened yet, has it? No, I don't get Suzuki. I don't get him. I, I guess you have to like get the history to get him, though. You know what I mean? Like that he was the the like king of Pancrase, and he's just a bad, crazy mf'er. And... But when I but what well, little I've seen of him. In Japan, which I hadn't seen much at all, and then the couple of matches here, it just don't. I, I will say the matches I've seen here haven't been. No, seen. they've been. They have been the ones. The few here compared to ones I've, the few I've seen in Japan are night and day. But I just don't. I don't get it. It. He just. I don't. Well, I, it, who? But that's the thing. His style. So anybody can work that style. Just just beating the crap out of people. That's what I don't get. But he does it well. Well, anybody can do it well if they if that's all they did. No, I, I disagree. Well, most if you're, uh, I, I, I'm gonna have to send you like him and Ishii or something. Well, so I, like, so I watch a lot of his stuff. Though, yeah. What I've said, I, I, I if, if, if most of your stuff, like especially most recently, has been AEW, you, you don't get it. But like, oh no, they, no I've, I've, seen, I've seen it's New Japan in the last five years. Five years, I've seen that's what I've watched. But I just don't get it, you know. He's pretty much just the local respected badass man. You know what I mean? Like that—that's everyone there knows he's bad, a bad mf'er. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's just what he is, and he makes anybody earn any kind of victory on him, like oh, regardless. I just, and I just don't get it though. I don't. It don't do nothing for me. Right. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. You know. I respect that. I don't know. He's he—he he looked crazier when he had his crazy hair because <laughs> he. It used to be, it was buzz all up front, but with the crazy designs in it. But then in the back, does he do any, does he do any kind of wrestling though? I mean, everyone's saying he's just 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 kicking and 
backhanding and and just forearming yeah. and just straight out just punching to the jaws. Who's he's in there with? Like, if he's in there, I, I was going to say if he's in there with Zach Saber Jr., but him and Zach Saber Jr. are in the same like group. But like, if he's in there with a Matt wrestler guy, like he'll go with him. So like, if he works like uh, Tanahashi, how does he work? There'll be some wrestling, but he's going to get rough with Tanahashi too because that's his deal. Oh, I know that, but does he do more than just bludgeon people? Yeah. Yeah, no, so normally that's what I'm saying. Is any kind of yeah, his matches are normally twenty minutes or, his matches are normally twenty minutes or more. He's cutting out all the other stuff for these AEW matches. Well, I'm talking about I just some of the few I've seen in Japan though. Yeah, no, his, dude. Yeah. Him and Ishii went like twenty five minutes on one of the Wrestle Kingdoms and they just I, probably just, I need to just watch more of his Japan stuff to get more of a before I judge you, but what I've seen, what I've seen, I don't. I, mean, I, I get not getting the hype and being like, "Oh my God, it's you know, it's Suzuki and a fifty-two-year-old man." Well, I get his hype because he's from Pancrase. I get that the hype from being from Pancrase is about you know he's he's you know he's a tough guy. But I just said to, to go over into the wrestling part is like what I've seen. He hadn't brought any wrestling over into it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which here, here's the funny thing about. Uh, well, it's like uh, Sakuraba. I don't really get him either. Well, Sakuraba was never a very good pro wrestler. He, yeah, he went, yeah, he went off that whole the whole hype of being the Gracie Hunter. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he 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 was never a great pro wrestler. Yeah. Uh, whereas I, I think that I, I personally think that Suzuki is. Um, but you know what's ironic about Suzuki's pro wrestling style is that in MMA he was like a submitter guy. Yeah. Right. And when he started getting found out is when people could strike him. Like when he when he when people would just bull rush him. And that's when he yeah. started getting figured out how to get beat because he couldn't have yeah. wouldn't get like knocked out. He's solid. Yeah. But it'd knock him off his game and then usually you could get him. Yeah. Also, um, I'm not I'm not you know, I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying I, I, I haven't seen enough of him to get it, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. I need to watch more of his Japan's more Japan's stuff and what little bit yeah, of and, and again, that, that that's flavors of ice cream, and you don't like the MMA mixed in as much and stuff like that. And I, so that could be part of it too. Um, so I, I could get not not like in a style, and I can definitely get if you haven't watched a lot of Japan or keep up with it, why you wouldn't be like, oh, you know, it's it's a big deal. And I see him through rose colored glasses because I love him so much. Yeah, you know, he reminds me of like of Jumpy Grumbo. Uh, let me say that again, Grumpy Jumbo. <laughs> But like, <laughs> if Grumpy Jum- Jumbo Saruto was like MMA trained as well, I got you. Yeah. Well, I think it's another guy. I, that guys. I don't know why. It's funny. Because yeah. like, you're getting there. You're getting that's wrong. That's wrong. Getting <laughs> Who else? Uh, da, 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 da. So while while we're at Suzuki, oh, uh, da, 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 da. God, I'm trying to think of people who I, I wouldn't think I would know your opinion on. Uh, oh, while, while we're with uh, Suzuki, crap, I, I, I just blanked on his name. Oh, Archer. Not a fan. Not a fan? Ne- I've never been a fan. Um, I don't know. It just, what well, I've seen, it, it, I don't know. Well, he's gotten better since he, back when his Dallas days or whatever it was called. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I hadn't seen enough of his, of his Japan stuff, but they pretty much just crapped on him over here in AEW. Brought him in as a monster and and demonsterized him. <laughs> I, I feel like he's kind of lost in the shuffle for sure. Yeah, uh, I well, think he's 
I think he's an excellent worker, but I, yeah, I feel like he's kind of lost in the shuffle. I didn't see enough of his Japan stuff, but a little bit I've seen his Japan stuff, I didn't really. But it's another of those guys I hadn't seen enough of it, you know? Yeah, well, and they're, cool. very, they're very much like wild brawlers over there. Yeah. Um, but I don't, yeah. A lot of people's getting lost in the shuffle now at AEW. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens when you start getting a big roster, though. It, it, it happens. Yeah, it's know? hard to feature everybody. Well, nope. I mean, you really can't feature anybody or everybody. No. That's why I think Dark's going to have to start. I think it's going to be, they're eventually going to have either, uh, what's the Friday show? Rampage. Either Rampage is going to have to go two hours or they're going to have to, or Dark's going to have to be, or it's going to have to become a more of a uh, prime lineup, you know what I'm saying, of the talent. Oh, they, they, they've been, no, they've been having some like top talent on, on Dark. Yeah, same way. I mean, majority of it it's going to i'm saying it's going to go almost like a full show of of top talent you know yeah because because they they got so many guys man it's just it it, it's just hard to get them on every week which they did they did good romero uh he had to be even though he had that title he never was on every week but he was cutting a promo you know doing interview segment and stuff so they could do that with some of their guys but you gonna do it for so long but you know it there's guys are getting even doing it that way. They don't lost shovel unless you make dark and make it up one, you know, a premiere show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And back some of that stuff they were showing on dark, back some of it back over to the dark elevation. I guess it's good to have. It's a good problem to have your talent. You know, you got so much talent, you know? Yeah. You just got to keep them working enough to get the return on investment of them. You know what I mean? No, that dark, dark elevation, especially the dark elevation. They shot that at, at Universal. Yeah, yeah, they've got the deal at Universal now. I didn't real, I didn't know that. That's all I started watching. So, what do they do? Like a month tapings, and then I, I don't know. Because it looks like it's it's like a a cassette. You know, it looks like a that they taped a bunch. You know, and they, they may have. Yeah, that's good though. That's you know doing it like that. Do you think they'll eventually go away from taping Rampage? I don't know. I think they don't have to. The ratings are the ratings are down. The ratings are bad, but the thing is, from my understanding, and this is just from stuff I've read, I absolutely know nothing. Um, that was a request from Turner. They wanted another show. So, I like, the, if the station wants a show, that means they're paying you for a show. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying that because, like, you got to think about it. Uh, Danielson and Omega on there. If people didn't know it was taped and didn't look it up on the internet, find out about it, everybody wants to see that match. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody still did, but, but you know. And then it goes back to also is you can't go by ratings anymore because of the streaming, you know. But still, I think, well, if they, I mean, but here's the thing. Does TBS, are they going by those ratings or they're just, if they get, I mean, because at 10 o'clock on a Friday. Yeah, it's a terrible time slot. I mean, if you get, 500,000 people, that's probably more than you're going to get and watch reruns of Seinfeld Yeah. on a Friday night at 1030, at 10 o'clock what they use the show. Yeah. Seinfeld or Friends. or hey, And they, or, they ain't got Conan no more. That's another reason I think they got they got them on. They had something to be on at Friday nights at 10. Because Conan's gone. There's a, you know, during the and week. And that's a big deal. Yeah. But I don't think they're really going for I just, like I said, for what if they get five hundred thousand for a Friday night at ten o'clock 
that's better than anything, any kind of programming they will have to put on. Like, so, well, they have Seinfeld Friends. What else do they show on there? Um, you know, it's just, yeah, uh, just you know, whatever it's reruns they can get the rights to. Yeah, reruns. That's what they show. So that's, you know, it's, yeah. But, um, dude, after you, you show me the hose belt, that's their logo on, I thought TBS, but they have, that's their logo on everything TBS now. Yeah. Is that small T. I thought, I thought, I didn't know, but so I was like, man, they should have spaced that up. Because I was sitting there, me and Daniel was watching the ball, uh, playoffs the other night, baseball playoffs. I said, look at that logo. What do you see, TBS? I said, you don't see hoes? She said, oh, my gosh. Uh, so it's on it, it. So I just thought that was just a different design they use for the belt, but that's their actual. That's the logo they put. Is their that's the font they use now on all their ten TBS stuff. And I was like, wow. Yeah. They need to increase that spacing just a little bit. Yeah, they should have. Because once you you somebody puts it out, it shows it. It's in your head now. That's all you see. Yeah. You know, because yeah. So, but it's but I thought it was just for the belt. No, it's on all their stuff their tv all their that's their logo for everything is that small t with that that b right there yeah. it's like wow <laughs> so oh you want to uh mention that um we lost a uh a friend yeah we lost, a, lost a, a member of the local wrestling family um uh Jen- jennifer morton was a valet uh around the wrestling scene she's been on again off again for a lot of years um, but she uh, she passed away due to complications from from COVID this past weekend. Uh, she's a real good person, man. She uh, she was around when Buzzy and I and, and Carrie had real hands on with, with with booking Tullahoma, um, and we were trying to bring you know people that they don't always see in. So we're calling in favors from all our boys, you know, in Illinois and Indiana and you know that area. Uh, to come come through on brother deals to try to spice up the show, and without fail, man, she uh, she had a big house and she'd offer up her house for all the boys to crash at, and it, it would always be the spot to be on Fridays after shows. You know what I mean? But it didn't matter who. You know what I mean? Anyone who passed by, you know, as long as you're respectful enough of the house, you know, you, she had a place for you to lay your head. Uh, yeah. She was always she was always the life of the par- the party. The uh, quick to tell you that she was the princess of the Mortons. Um, but yeah, Jennifer Morton, uh, what, what was she in WMF? What'd they call her? Uh, in WMF, she was double D. Yeah. It stood for something. I saw that, uh, it, it's, it was supposed to be for delicious Dawn, but yeah, it was also, uh, a, a, a WMF, reference. Yeah. Yeah. It was, a, it was a WMF, you know, so they had to have another little sidebar to the, to the double D, you know, I, so, I remember when, when I, when I first met her, she knew that I had watched WMF or something. Like somehow she knew there was a connection there. She's like, "Hi, I'm Jennifer Morton. You may know me as Double D." And I go, "What?" Because <laughs> I didn't. Rem- I didn't remember. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but no, man, she is. Uh, they actually just uh, just yesterday was her funeral. I couldn't bring myself to to go. Um, the past past two years have been pretty crazy with people passing, and I just couldn't. I yeah. didn't do it. I, I well, I didn't have. I mean, I live up in Bowling Green. We only have one vehicle. I. I was gonna try maybe, but I just you know being up here, then has had to work and all that. There's just no way I could have got down. I, told, I sent Shane a message telling him I was gonna try to make it down. I just it what you know wasn't gonna happen. But yeah, she um yeah it took the little story real quick about her. Um, 
you know, Shane and Steve Morton, they worked, they, they were working. Um, I ran a show in Mountain Julie at 95 on summer of 95. and had them on the show and Shane was working Shabbat Shabazz. God rest his soul. He's not with us anymore. And he was black and we, I hit there. And this other girl who actually trained with me, uh, nasty Nikki, I sent him out. I sent her over there because she was white and black, and he was black. We were in Mount Juliet. This is before Mount Juliet got cultured. And um, so I was like, that's going to be some heat. Little did I know, Shane gets poop canned on the floor. Nikki's hitting him with the cat of nine tails. And here comes Jennifer out of the crowd and just grabs Nikki by the back of the hair and just, Shane never smartened his family. Shane said never smartened the family up. Not surprised. And so here you got Jennifer. Just ragdolling, <laughs> nasty Nikki, <laughs> in the middle of the gym floor. I was like, "What the crap?" So yeah, it was like the first time I ever really, you know, I saw, you know, and I've seen Shane's mom a few times come out of the crowd. Yeah. That's the first time I ever saw Jennifer come out of the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> and, was like, and then they they smartened her up, and like I said, she started she manager ballet thing or thing, and then. She, you know, she did off and on and just different play, you know, when Shane would run and stuff. And, uh, yeah, so she's been around the business a long time, you know, work. Yeah, and she she just did it for the fun. And, man, she was down for anything. At one point, uh, back at that time when we we were running, we had a heel click, as I feel like you do if you're office. You got to have a heel click. And and we, uh, and she was a baby face valet, uh, uh, Biff Byford. He was the, he was the top baby face shot, like, We'd have him murder everybody, but we like handcuffed him to the ropes and jumped her and gave her the uh, the old spirit bomb, the old spirit squad, yeah. bro. But she was down. I'm like, hey, we're, what would you think about taking that big spirit bomb? She's like, what do I do? And I'm like, just let us pick you up as high as we can and don't die. <laughs> She's mm-hmm. like, okay. <laughs> yeah, if I can remember right back at, uh, in the WMF, I want to say she took the spear from Beefeater through a table one night. She didn't mind doing anything yesterday, dude. Yeah, she was down, she didn't care. Um, yeah. one night I'm wrestling uh, Colin Delaney down there, and I take the over the top gimmick. And I, I'm trying to impress because I like Colin and I want to have a really good match with him. And I jump and I reach back for the rope, and it ain't fair. And I go down, and I land on my shoulder, and the side of my head hits. And I feel, I feel all right. And I got see a little bit of blood on my hand, but I'm like, oh, it's not bad. My shoulder hurts, but whatever. And I look up at the security guard, and I'm like, hey, how bad is it? And he goes, I can see your skull. And I look <laughs> at the ref, and I go, count me out. <laughs> go to the back, ends up not being that bad. That guy was just an idiot. <laughs> but, but Jennifer super glued my head shut that night. And then, <laughs> as most nights when we had out-of-towners t- out there, we went and hung out at her place. I crashed out, woke up the next day. I couldn't lift my shoulder. <laughs> She took me to the ER the next day, man. And, like, you know, she really took care. She was the, the, the locker room mom, but, like, the cool mom who you could drink at her house. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, she, oh, yeah, she, she super glued my head shut that night and, and took me to the ER the next day for my shoulder. Yeah, I always have good memories of her and everything. So it's sad that she passed away. She was on, like, 46. She had, like, three kids, I think. Yeah, so. Sad. Yeah, she she did. She had, she had three kids. And, uh I don't know, man. It, it, it's rough. Guys, if you if you have COVID, like start getting treated as quickly as possible. Don't don't try to tough it out. Yeah, I had I had it, and if it would have gotten any worse, I would have went to the 
the hospital. But yeah, if luckily, you ever, if you get the inkling in your head that you feel like you need wow. to go to the hospital, go. Yeah, it was it. Me, me and Dana, my wife, we were on the verge, but we luckily we we fought it off. But yeah, it 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 it'll get you. It's yeah, it it's not nothing, you know. Yeah, and if you have if it's like if you have any underlying conditions, yeah, it'll find it. That, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, if you get if you got any, you know, it, it'll find it and it'll that. exploit it. Yeah. So yeah, just take it serious if you do get it. Yeah, that, that's uh, my thing. I'm, I'm not big on living in fear and not living your life, like staying in your house. But if you go out and you're around people, wear a mask. Like you know what I mean? It's that easy. I'm not even gonna. I'm not gonna be a guy who preaches vaccines because you know it's your body, it's your choice. But like just. Be responsible for what whatever's around you, and if you get sick, don't go out. Like get tested, find out. Yeah, that's the thing is Dana's having people come in the pharmacy with COVID, and she's like, "What do you hear? You, you get why well, to get my prescription? Send somebody." Well, that's Post what that's eight. what the whole thing with Walmart. Was. What's what Walmart had? In that, they did the uh, 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 what's it called? Well, they come out to your car. Oh yeah. yeah. But if you don't, have, some of them have some of the older Walmart's have the drive-through. The new ones they don't have the drive-through uh, curbside. They have yeah. the curbside, and that's what it was for. That's why they went COVID because they they did come up with the curbside. And she these had two people in the last two weeks coming over COVID. That's just you, you don't need to be in a place if you have it and you know yeah. you have it. That's exactly. just ridiculous. You know? Yeah. So, but anyway, rest in peace, Jennifer Morton. You'll be missed. Absolutely. God bless your soul. Um, let's plug a few things if we don't have too long. We we went like so last week because I was bubble gutting. We had a short <laughs> whatever, and now we're making we're making um making up for it. But um the Burt Prentice book is out. Scott yeah, has yeah, that on, on Crowbar Press. Um everybody says it's really interesting. So uh go to Crowbar Press and um pick up that book or pick up any book, but uh, I know speaking of books, pick up indestructible. From Chris Michaels, Chris Michaels' autobiography. Yep, pick that up. Um, go check out my Facebook page, UWA Luthes1976. And what have I been saying forever? I said there is footage of re- old wrestling out there. It just has to be discovered. And what did what happen this week? We found a new somebody, episode off the Masters. Somebody's found a new episode, and and for in the early nineties, when the two episodes of the UWA is in uh, Nashville 76 was floating around it, it, the early 90s the two there was two episodes that got floating around in the tech trade things I got mine really early mine was a was a first generation copy perfect quality and all the research and everything those were the only two shows was were to survive and lo and behold those was it 91 92 is when those started floating around so what's that almost 30 years 29 30 years later what has happened? Another show has surfaced. Master quality. And that's what I've been saying for years. There is stuff out there. It it, it has it, it just has to get unearthed. There was too much stuff in for it all to get thrown away or taped over. There is stuff out there. It just it's in a closet, in a box, mislabeled as something else. At these two TV studios and places, there is stuff out there. And this is like the rare of rare. Because I said. For years, it was only people, and it was only two episodes known to be survived. Everybody said that, that, you know. And even before that, when those got on Earth, there was supposed to be none of it survived. And then those two, and then thirty years later, another one's popped up. And the guy says he might have more. 
he's got to look through. So, uh, yeah, goal, and, you, and again, this quality was yeah, it's wild. right off the masters. Like I said, mine the one I had was first generation off the master. Uh, so it was basically, but this is actually this guy is perfect, perfect quality because it's right from the master. Mine was from the dubbed over to from the from the reel to the to the VHS, and mine was the first generation of that. So, uh, but yeah, it just wow. Um, so go check that out. I got the link on my my Facebook page, my UWA foot Facebook page, link to the YouTube uh, for this episode. Um, and it's not Tennessee wrestling. <laughs> if you watch it, it's oh yeah, it's it's, it's at the end it gets a lot of if you watch it, the end you get a little you get a little Tennessee wrestling, but it's it's definitely Thez, um and that's what he was trying to do was bring a different style to the Tennessee territory. So, um, so go check that out. What do you got on your stuff? Oh uh, yeah, no, so I, I still haven't finished that store frontier page, guys. So if you need a T-shirt, uh, it's uh, Plunkett. P, excuse me, pwmerch.plunkett.com or prowrestlingtees.com backslash Jeremiah Plunkett. And uh, subscribe to fight no, to NWA Power on Fight TV. Oh, uh, no, say. hold on. We and we haven't said also on YouTube. Go see our friend. Uh, he's uploading once a month. Monte Carlo is putting stuff up on the WMF Medium Rare YouTube page. Go, go show him some love. Maybe you know people like and subscribe to him. Then he'll go back to maybe every other week putting what. But right now he's gonna put once a month. Um, go to our YouTube page, like and subscribe. Um, what, what, watch the videos. Watch watch last week's video. Yeah, because obviously nobody has watched. <laughs> yeah, you, you guys don't start start watching. We might have to go to once a month. Don't do that because they will. They have a good. <laughs> <laughs> but th- but what? then it'll but then it'll be four hours long. We're not we're not the great Mark Last. I mean Brian Last. <laughs> I ain't gonna get started on him. Should call him the great goof. But anyway, huh? Um, <laughs> do I? Shots fired. Uh, you, you cut out, so I don't know what you said. That's yeah, I ain't gonna repeat it. I said Make shots it. fired. Bang bang, huh? Well, he wants to shoot on people, so he ain't all high and mighty. Because he has an ambulance chaser as his attorney. Um. Anyway, um, you got anything else to add? No, I think I'm good. <laughs> all right. Well, if you're done, I'm done. Stick a fork here. She's done. Jeremiah Plunkett, Point Christmas. Hey, that's me. Thanks for listening. God bless. Bye-bye, everybody.